0: live from the heartland and the crossroads of america it's tony Katz today ron desantis will never be president of the united states oh it's true it's true how do i know this how can i say such a thing about the governor of florida well it's easy it's easy the people over at new york magazine have got a, a hard hitting story. We're talking about power, people. Pow! Right in the kisser. It's, it's 1943 in my world. It's right in the kisser, and then and then it's 23 Skidoo. Here's the headline Keeping Ron DeSantis out of the White House. That man's gonna have to stay in Tallahassee with his tapioca. True headline. Ron DeSantis eating pudding with his fingers will end his 2024 bid. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what has happened to journalism. Ron DeSantis eating pudding with his fingers will end his 2024 bid. Ron DeSantis has been hit with a food related accusation so weird it may end his 2024 presidential bid before it o- officially starts. Daily Beast reports that according to two sources, the Florida governor once ate chocolate pudding with three fingers. This is this I swear to you this is how it's written. This is you think I can make this up? Let me tell you I have skills. I don't have skills this good. This is how it is written. I share it with you exactly as it is done. The chatter over DeSantis's public engagement has also surfaced past unflattering stories about his social skills, particularly his propensity to devour food during meetings he would sit in meetings and eat in front of people a former DeSantis staffer told the Daily Beast always like a starving animal who has never eaten before getting you know what everywhere enshrined in DeSantis lore is an episode from four years ago during a private plane trip from Tallahassee to Washington DC in March of 2019 DeSantis enjoyed a chocolate pudding dessert by eating it with three of his fingers according to two sources familiar with the incident. I think the question is, were the three fingers close to each other? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. If you're telling me he ate the pudding with two pinkies and a thumb, you know what? We can't elect Ron DeSantis. I give on that one. I concede. I am willing to relinquish that one to you. If he eats pudding with two pinkies and a thumb, regardless of the thumb, that man can't be voted for. Do you think I care? Amy Klobuchar once ate a salad with a stapler. What is happening in the world? This is a story. <laughs> By the way, if you gave me pudding right now, I would eat it. Three fingers, why not? Now, I got to admit, the three is like it creates a little spoon, right? Uh, and, and I'm assuming it would be uh, the index, uh, the middle, and the pointer, right? Or is the index the middle one? What's what The ring. The ring, the index, and, and, and the pointer, right? The three in the middle. We leave the pinky and the thumb right out of this. That's a little, that's weird. If you told me that you, you took your, your pointer finger and you had pudding with it, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I can live with that. I could, I, I could get that. I'd be down with that. No problem. The three, I admit, is a little bit weird. However still vote for him over Joe Biden. This is a this is insane. But this is what we're down to. This is what, by the way, I don't give a damn how socially awkward Ron DeSantis is. Why do you care? Allow me to go on better. If you care, you're weird. You know what I care about? My taxes are low, the national defense is on par, and the border's secure. No more fentanyl killing our kids. I'll take the socially awkward pudding-eating freak who keeps my kids from dying from fentanyl poisoning over Joe Biden who likes to sniff children, and somehow that's normal. (sighs) Had to get that out of the way. Good Lord. Uh, The Biden family is receiving a lot of money. An outrageous and tremendous amount of money, and the story is now everywhere, and I'm very glad about that. And good on the people who have been looking into this, good on Representative James Comer, who's demanding information about this, the bank records coming from Bank of America after subpoena, uh, Comer runs House Oversight. It is so imperative to note that no matter how many seats give the Republicans the majority, they have it. They have it, and they are able to actually engage some actions. These actions matter. The Biden family has received over a million dollars from a Hunter Biden associate after a wire transfer from China. We still don't know why, and I must really dig in to the levels to which the Biden family is not, they're, they're not a bunch of fools and rubes, and, you know, and dopes. They've got a really sophisticated operation. When you take a look at the number of the companies that they have, all fully legal, by the way, it's it's lawful and legal to have an LLC here, and LLC there, and this and that, and you move it from this company to this company to this company to this company. If that's what it takes to avoid taxation, that's totally fine by me. You will never hear an objection. I am noting how it was put together. I am noting that when the records were subpoenaed for Hunter Biden and deposits, a company in China, Chinese State Energy HK Limited, which is associated with something called CEFC China Energy, which, of course, we know that Hunter Biden and James Biden, the brother of Joe Biden, were associated with. We know that a million dollars, at least, at least, came from this company to a business called Robinson Walker. John Robinson John Robinson Walker owns the company. The company's called Robinson Walker. That company had like $100,000 to its name. All of a sudden, they get this multi-million dollar payment, and the next thing you know, a payment of over a million dollars ends up going out to the Bidens through different capacities in different places. The Chinese state energy company wires $3 million to Robinson Walker, a company that had $159,000 in its account. After that wire, the company transfers over a million dollars to an infrastructure group in Abu Dhabi. That's affiliated with a guy by the name of James Giar, G-I-L-L-I-A-R. Who is he associated with? He is a business partner known of Hunter Biden, previously involved in other transactions with the Biden family. Now, money went to Biden's. Money went to Hunter Biden. Money went to James Biden, the brother of the president. Money went to Haley Biden. Haley is the widow of the late Beau Biden, and she also had a sexual relationship afterwards with Hunter. There's also a fourth Biden. I'm sorry, what, Tony? That's right. A fourth Biden. There is a payment to Biden, and we don't know who it is. We don't know who the Biden is. As a matter of fact, when you take a look at the, the, the terminology, the originating count is account is Robinson Walker LLC. Then the beneficiary account. There are three, I'm sorry, four entries. That just say, quote, Biden, unquote. One for 5000 one for 25000 one for 25000 and one for 15000 So that's 40 30000 That's $70,000. $70,000. Who is that, Biden? Haley Biden got 25000 Why? Then there are these organizations like First Clearing LLC, Owasco, which is a PC, uh, getting hundreds of thousands of dollars. And JBBSR, which I'm assuming is James Biden, um, who was getting his payments. Why were they getting payments? What were they being paid for? Normally one could argue, well, Tony, that's none of your business. They're running a business and you can't be searching for a crime. You have to be accusing them of a crime. Okay, I'll accuse them of a crime. I believe, based on the evidence, that the Biden family was selling access to Joe Biden and possibly secrets of the United States for cash. Now, I can't prove that, on my side. I wonder if the FBI or the DOJ can prove it on their side. I wonder if House Oversight, now having access to this information, can prove it on their side. Maybe if the Secret Service had let us know who was going to the Biden home in Rehoboth Beach or anywhere else where classified documents were just laying about next to a Corvette. We would have more of an idea of with whom Hunter Biden was engaged in the potential of illicit dealings. I don't believe that you say, hey, we don't like that guy. Let's go search his whole life and see what he did wrong. I believe we know that Hunter Biden has done things wrong. And these things create a disturbing pattern. Not only for Hunter Biden, not only for the last name Biden, but for the president of the United States, who you cannot tell me, nor you, nor anybody else. You cannot say it and believe it that Joe Biden did not know about the overseas dealings, business dealings of his son. He lied when he said it. He's lying today. Oh, but he loves his son so much. He knows his son has these issues and he cares about him so much. I believe that to be wholeheartedly true and he can care about him from prison. I never doubt whether Joe Biden loves his son and knows his son has this drug issue and wishes it wasn't so. You you want the harder truth? I think he talks about Bo Biden so often because Bo Biden is the son he wanted to put all his hopes on for the future. How's that for deep? Look, I'm only going by what I observe. I didn't say I liked it. I didn't say I approved of it. I'm telling you that's what it looks like, and I don't think I'm off base. Hunter Biden, for his part, is suing the computer shop repair owner. His name is Mac Isaac. This is the guy who wears the beret. It's really awkward, but he's the one who owned the computer repair shop in Delaware, the laptop from hell where the New York Post did all the reporting, and we were told it was just Russian disinformation. Yep, Russian disinformation. James uh, Clapper signed it, and uh, and what's his name, John Brennan, the commie pinko, signed it, and all the experts signed it, and they were all wrong. But they didn't care about being wrong. They cared about swinging an election. They don't give a damn. Their reputation didn't take a hit. They'll still be invited to give speeches. They'll still get paid to be on CNN. Mac Isaac... Got the computer from Hunter Biden? Hey, fix this. Also, um, do you got any drugs? I don't know if Hunter Biden asked that question or not. Don't do drugs, kid. It's really bad. It turns into Hunter Biden. Don't do drugs. Well, he abandoned his laptop, and then Mac Isaac saw what was on it and said, hey, Rudy Giuliani, here you go. Hunter Biden is suing because he's stating that the law in Delaware would give him a year. Delaware law provides a tangible personal property is deemed abandoned um, when the owner has failed to quote assert or declare property rights to the property for a period of one year, but the shop owner said ninety days. You went to the shop. They set their 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 policy. Well, now you know. Or you knew then, I should say. What, what What is the thing now? So Biden is seeking a jury trial and compensatory damages. That's special. That is very, very special. Hunter Biden suing because we now know what a questionable human being he really is. His links to the Communist Chinese Party never mind whatever was going on in Ukraine. The question is, of course, to what connection is the former vice president and current president when he was vice president and as he is president? And that must be investigated. And the people who don't believe so, they're the people who believe that when they do it, it's fine, and when you do it, it's criminal, and it doesn't matter what you've done. If they disagree with you, They believe they should go after you. They are the ones who engage the lines of Beria, Stalin's secret police. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. But if you go after them, you're abusing power. That's why I'm not listening to them. Investigate Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, Haley Biden, and Joe Biden. Then tell us what you found. Don't make it up. Tell us what you found. I'm Tony Katz. I strike up at times, when i feel the pain but every time that I reach for the sky hey mr president welcome back to youtube that's right trump is back on youtube let the games begin they have restored his channel and you better believe they're going to be progressives who are very upset by this how dare you? How dare you let this evil, terrible monster on YouTube? What about the Ayatollah Khomeini? Never did anything wrong to me. That's that's where it's at. That's the level of crazy we're at right now. Um, It's been two years that he's been off. We carefully evaluated the continued risk of real-world violence while balancing the chance for voters to hear equally from major national candidates in the run-up to an election. So now let's say he wins. He gets to keep his channel. Now let's say he loses. Does he get to keep his channel? It all depends on what he says. Okay. By the way, I don't know if the Aitola Khamenei is on YouTube. He is on Twitter, or at least he was. I don't know what, I'm not quite sure what what Elon Musk has done to uh, to kind of solve things there. Kind of figure out maybe, maybe maybe there are standards. And perhaps, just perhaps, uh, this guy meets none of them. Also, when they told you that you were just being reactionary regarding gas stoves. So, San Francisco now becoming the latest Democratic led city to crack down on gas appliances. Bay Area officials moving forward with regulations that ban future sales of certain natural gas powered appliances. All commercial and residential furnaces and water heaters are required to be electric by the year 2027. So, you got four years. But you know how this stuff goes, right? I mean, it starts small, and then all of a sudden we're all living by the same rules. So, San Francisco. Oh, you mean because it starts in New York and San Francisco and it comes this way? I mean, we've seen it before. I'd like to see them try it in Wyoming. See (laughs) See how that goes. Uh, First of all, Dana Perino, uh, they will do what they do. Uh, Secondly, it's not like they have to pass a law. They just have to prevent people from manufacturing gas stoves, and that's all you'll get. And remember, none of this is about your health. This is about the ability to say, you know what? We're utilizing too much electricity. You can't use it. It's about controlling how you cook. How do you explain to me how you think otherwise? You really think this is about health? I have got data that shows that it isn't the cooktop that matters. It's what you're cooking that could have more, create more issues for how you're breathing. It's not the gas stove. But with an electric stove, Electric car, electric this, electric that. You're not generating your own electricity. There's more control over it. Well, Tony, can't they tr- control the gas too? It's harder to control propane and things like that. You, you, you think I'm just being conspiratorial? Sure, whatever you say. This is Tony Katz today. I wouldn't allow the Lieutenant Governor of Minnesota, Peggy Flanagan, near anyone's children. I certainly wouldn't let her near mine. Adult or minor, I wouldn't trust Peggy Flanagan near my kids ever, and I would only advise that you not do the same. Because what Peggy Flanagan doesn't know about children, doesn't know about parenting, could fill volumes, and she was able to fill those volumes in less then 30 seconds. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. I think it's clear by now that when it comes to the conversation of gender affirming care, feel the sarcastic air quotes, when it comes to the idea of abusing children that we're seeing all across the country and the people who not only condone it, but cheer it and say, how dare you not cheer it? Uh, I have no issue with standing up to these people. I will continue to do so, whether it's the ACLU uh, in general, uh, specifically my state, Indiana, where they are just, in, in my view, embarrassing, or some of this radicalness that we're seeing from elected officials. These people are dangerous, in my view. I'm going to say so, and I'm never going to back down. Rachel Levine is not a woman. Rachel Levine is the Assistant Secretary for Health for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and got the rank of admiral through his position. Now, you'll notice I don't say her position. I will state again for the record that Rachel Levine is allowed to live any life Rachel Levine wants, but I will not lie. And I will not say something like her when he is not a her. I won't do it. I won't be a part of it. That is not rude. That is not dead naming. That is not bigotry. That is me being honest with myself, which is required to be normal. The days where I lied to myself, the days where I allowed myself to lie to others, those were miserable days. I have brought up before the days of being depressed and the days of being suicidal. My my twenties were just lost, and it sucks to have lost a decade. And 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 to argue uh, honestly, I lost way more than a decade in terms of uh, the fun I could have been having, the enjoyment I could have been having, the better life I could have been leading. And some of it is, you know, that's the way my journey went. If if you want to be that hippy dippy trippy about it, uh, but the other part is, I, I I did the only thing I did right in my twenties is I got married. Marrying that woman is the greatest thing I've ever done, and I would argue saved me in many, many ways. But I lost a whole decade, a decade of absolute misery except for, for, for her. Uh, that's true. And, and even the, the early days of our marriage, man, I was, I was an absolutely awful husband. I was all and it's not because I was bad, it's not because I was doing awful things, it's not because I was mean, it's because I was miserable. And I was working my way through the misery. I was only beginning to understand exactly how bad this was and how long this had gone on for in my life. And for no reason when I when I look back on it, I like, like, I believe, like, when I take a look at things, like, when I take a look at my own history, I could have done this, I could have made this change, I could have done that. All right, I saw around that corner, but, man, I could have seen around the other corner if I just thought about, right, and how I learned from it. And so sometimes I, I look back, and I'm like, I could have fixed this if only I had known. That was the point. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know, and therefore I didn't know how miserable I was, and I didn't know what it was that was causing the misery. And when I tell you my 20s were lost, I can state to you, that in the couple years after I got married, I don't remember. Like, I, I have a, I have a weird memory as it is, and I don't know if it's because of this that, like, there are parts that are gone. Like, like I don't recall. People be like, hey, do you remember when? I'm like, hey, no. I have no idea. I, I don't remember at all. Um, but I can, I, I know that there are gaps of time that are nothing more than a haze. I have no idea what I did all day. I have no idea What happened to me in an average day for a couple years after I got married, why my wife stayed beyond me. And I've I've said this to her. I said, you must really like long-term investments. Because for the record, man, did I pay off. Oh, hot damn. Hot, uh, did I pay off. I am. I am a better husband now than I was then. I am thinner now than I was then. I am richer now than I than I was then. I mean, you you had to have some crystal ball kind of stuff going on. She's uh, she she may have a, a degree in the dark arts. I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm glad she's here. But I learned that when I lie, I'm miserable. When I lie, I lie to others. I lie to myself, and I simply. Cannot function that way. That's no way to live. So I don't do it. So when someone says to me, like I, I I was in a place the other day where somebody had on their computer, I use him, her pronouns, please refer to me as sir. No. How dare you ask me to play along? How dare you insult me like that? How dare you condescend to me like that, thinking that you have the right to tell me to bend reality to your will. No, that is not said with malice. That is said with force. I will not comply. You want to live your life? You go right ahead. I reject the idea that you can tell me how to live my life, and I'm willing to fight for it. And I'm willing to fight Dr. Rachel Levine who is a believer that gender-affirming care is the right way to go and that gender-affirming care will soon be accepted by everybody. Quote, but I'm a positive and optimistic person, and I choose to be positive, optimistic, and I think that the wheels will turn on this. This is a grown-up saying that children should have the ability to determine their own gender, determine their own medical care, and yes, should be allowed to engage in surgeries where totally healthy girls have their breasts removed or they're given puberty blockers, and can we be clear about this whole it's totally reversible thing? What do you what are you even arguing? If a 14-year-old, you know what, let's let's go with 13, but say for if a 14-year-old takes puberty blockers, Till they're 17, and you say to me, oh, they can just get off of it, and then they'll, they'll go through puberty. What about those three years? Show me where three years of maldevelopment can simply be fixed, recoverable in a snap. We have kids who have two or three years of not being in school five days a week. You want to talk about the... Uh, Education disaster that exists with these students, never mind the anxiety disaster that exists with these students. And you're going to tell me that if they take puberty blockers for three years, they can just stop taking them and everything's fine. You want us to believe that lie? You're out of your damn mind. No. It's not something that's reversible. It is something that can create long-standing issues. If the body needs to develop and these are the formative years and you prevent the body from naturally developing the body doesn't naturally develop. I don't need an MD to know this. All I need is a little common sense, a little sechel as my 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 grandmother would say. That's all I need. Just a little bit. And you'll recognize what a ridiculous idea this is. And you'll recognize how dangerous Rachel Levine is. Rachel Levine is dangerous. My name is Tony Katz and I said so. That's my take on his position regarding allowing children to be abused. Because what we are talking about here, when you condone, quote-unquote, gender-affirming care, it's not care. What you are condoning is people pushing children into it. Because after all, the care is totally fine. So therefore, pushing kids to the care is totally fine. No, it's not. But I started by talking about the Lieutenant Governor of Minnesota, Peggy Flanagan, who in 30 seconds shows you why she should never ever be around children. Because let's be clear, this is life affirming and life saving healthcare. When our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown ups to listen and to believe them. That's what it means to be a good parent. It means being a good parent by listening to your kid and letting them do anything they want to do. I wouldn't let Peggy Flanagan watch my children for five seconds. And if I were you, I wouldn't let Peggy Flanagan watch your kids. Because Peggy Flanagan doesn't know thing one about being a parent. Now, I must confess, I do not know if Peggy Flanagan has kids. What I'm saying is, based on that statement, Peggy Flanagan, the lieutenant governor of Minnesota, has no idea what it takes to be a parent, and she would endanger children. My child says they're a dinosaur. Therefore, I'm supposed to agree with them that they're a dinosaur? Or do I placate and say, oh, wow, you're a scary dinosaur, and then they do that for six or seven minutes, and then they move on to the next thing? No one says, oh my gosh, Little Timmy says he's a dinosaur. My, all right, you're, you're, do, do you identify as a T-Rex? Or are you a Velociraptor? Or are you a Brontosaurus? Well, your neck really isn't that big. So yeah, all right, Velociraptor it is. So you're a Velociraptor. Okay, so now we got to get birth certificate changed. Oh, we got to tell everybody at the preschool. Oh my gosh, the grandparents, I don't know if they know how to be grandparents to a Velociraptor. I mean, they're gonna have to figure out how to buy new shoes. And you know, you need, you need some kind of surgery to make sure you have the proper appendages to match a Velociraptor. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to find the finest plastic surgery and in all the land. Nobody says this. Nobody says this. Nobody does that because that's criminally insane. Your seven-year-old thinks they can fly. You don't let them jump off the roof. Well, they're only going to do it once. I got to assume. Just because your child says it, you don't follow them down the rabbit hole? Children need to be protected. I don't know how many times I've said this. I'm trying to figure out how many times i said this. Because when I said it the first time all those years ago, I thought it was just like a rather good turn of phrase. But the more we get into this conversation, the more we realize the level of truth in this. Children have to be protected more often than not from themselves. I didn't know that that was a controversial thought because you've said it a million times in your life. You understand it. You get it. Children need to be protected from themselves because they sometimes make bad decisions and they need parents to bail them out or stop them in the first place. That's our job. And sometimes for doing that, our kids scream, I hate you so much. You ruined my life. And then they slam the door. And as a parent, you go, ah, all right, I was that age once myself. Breathe, breathe. I'll go up there in 15 minutes and we'll talk and maybe they'll still hate me, but they'll know I love them and we'll we'll get through this. We'll get, th- it's just a phase. It's just a phase. It's, I'm going to keep telling myself it's just a phase. The problem with gender-affirming care is that it never allows the child to go through the phase. I make no argument about the fact that there may be some children out there who go through the phase and say, nope, 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 I'm making a change. When they're adults. But if you are a believer in gender-affirming care, you don't actually believe in the concept of the phase. You believe in a concept of action before an understanding of the data. You have no idea if your kid's gonna change their mind. And so therefore, you are going to utilize medicines to physically change them. Medicines that are not irreversible. You're going to engage surgeries to deform them. Surgeries that you could argue are reversible, but talk to people who detransition and they'll tell you completely different stories. As opposed to being a loving, kind, decent parent and saying, I hear you, but Part of the problem here, part of the problem that Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan has, part of the problem that others have, is that they they start from the wrong premise. And so allow me to maybe help some people with, with this conversation. Now may, maybe I can help you rethink how you deal with your own kids, and, and or maybe you'll disagree with me, but at least let me give you the idea and you decide what to do with it. Your kid is not your friend. Your children are not your friends. They are your children. And they require from you as parents a very different style of connection and relationship. If you're the aunt, you're the uncle, you're the grandparent, you've got one type of relationship. The parent has a fundamentally different relationship. I've explained to my children, teenagers, that I am their father, I am not their friend. It doesn't mean we don't laugh together, it doesn't mean we don't enjoy each other's company, it doesn't mean we don't talk to each other or share things. It means that it's different than a friendship. And there will be times where I'm the guy who lays down the law, that's it, that's the end, it's over, you don't have a say. And there will be times where everybody else abandons you, I'll be right there, because I'll always be right there even when you're mad at me, even when you scream I hate you and slam the door. Parenting is not about going along with whatever a kid says. Parenting is about helping a kid guide themselves through these these times, these times where they learn so they become better people when they come out and they have to be on their own. As far as I see it, The Lieutenant Governor of Minnesota, Peggy Flanagan, and the uh, the Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services, Rachel Levine, are both aiding and abetting the abuse of children. We should note that as a society. We should say no as a society, and we should push back as a society. Because that's how you protect kids. I'm Tony Katz. Have you seen this photo out of Australia, New South Wales? Uh Menindi, I think is the the name of the town. And it's just this it's the Darling River and it is filled with dead fish. A bony herring, right? So so they're small. It literally the entire the top of the water, the entire like you feel like you walk across it. It is super super creepy. Murray Cod, Golden Percher in there, Silver Perth, Carp. They think it's a million. They think it's a million fish that are just dead. There's a heat wave going on across Australia. You know, my kid won't go to Australia because, like, I'm not going to a nation that is built on trying to kill me because everything there is deadly. You got to see these pictures. They're crazy. I'll, I'll try and put them online. This is Tony Katz today.